Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Glorio Chat, the best anime podcast on the internet. It's uh, time once again for new anime season. Uh, we have our season preview this episode for the summer 2020 season, and uh, it's going to be a weird one, I think. <laughs> uh, for for the main the main reason, I think, is because there's just not a lot of shows which we kind of anticipated whether they were the bumped because of the the COVID situation or whatever. Um, You know, we kind of thought that was going to happen because shows that would have been airing this season would have been production about when the whole pandemic thing was starting or or they would have started around then or something. I don't know. But uh, I was counting about half the new shows we would normally see in this season. So that's one thing. And the other thing is the the shows that we did get... (laughs) Well, maybe we'll let everybody else be the judge once we uh, get to them, but um, it's going to be an interesting episode, needless to say. Um, Before we get into it, though, let's just introduce everybody. I'm Jell. I am joined, as always, by Iroh. I'm still here. I'm not dead yet, no matter what my body is trying to do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're joined by G. What's good, y'all? And this week we have Aqua. Uh, as opposed to Iroh, I am actually dead. Sorry. Okay. Well, oh, we have damn. we have performed the rituals to summon your spirit here with us <laughs> to talk about some very bad anime. <laughs> yeah. It's a real, a real waste of. Uh, I shall not be late to rest until these anime have been eviscerated. Yeah. It's a real uh, waste of uh, necrom- necromancy here, but you know, as uh, as uh, we've we've as uh, you know as veterans of the anime minds, you know we've all uh, worked in the anime minds for years now, and I gotta say uh, it's uh, the prospect is uh, the prospect is looking pretty grim this season. I feel like uh, yeah. We're gonna have to dig deep this time to find. Why are you saying are, are the are the damn lefties going to shut us down and put us out of a job? <laughs> uh, potentially, <laughs> maybe so. The way things are looking. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. You know. I think because normally there's enough shows where just out of sheer quantity we're gonna find stuff, but there's just not enough to go on this <laughs> season. But, um. We'll we'll get into that though in a minute. Uh, I did want to cover a couple of things still from spring season going on. Uh, most of the shows we're watching have like just ended. A couple of things are still going on. And just wanted to mention a few things before right. we get into the new stuff. Because our, our next episode is going to be the proper season wrap-up. Yeah. So Correct. so we'll, we'll, we'll cover all those shows that we've been doing this season in, in depth next time. Oh boy! But, are we gonna be talking about Gleipnir for ten hours? Uh, oh, did it, did it, did anybody actually finish that? I'm still watching that. Oh, oh. okay. I was gonna say. I feel like yeah, we had I, our we had our discourse had, moment, you know, at the beginning of the season, and then 
never spoke of it ever again. <laughs> I admire I'm, I'm your. I'm fine with continuing to never speak of it ever again. I admire your tenacity, Aqua. That's uh, that's impressive. I mean, um, look, compared but... to some of the shows we actively decided to finish this season, I mean, could we could could it even truly be the worst thing? <laughs> yeah, sure. I think so. Yeah. All right, all right. Look, Eero's the one who has. I have. I have dragged Eero through some truly awful shit this season. So if he's still saying that, then look. Does <laughs> listeners ask the important moral quandary of if you can turn into a huge fern suit and a hot girl gets inside of you and kills a person while wearing you? Did you commit the murder? Think about that. No, but it has yeah. anime prints, so, you know. That is true. Anyway, um, first thing we wanted to mention is a very special episode uh, of Kaguya-sama <laughs> Love is War this past week, which is not the last episode. I believe there's at least one more, right? I, uh, it's I don't, the vibe I get, yeah. I, I, don't, I didn't get an exact count, but I'm pretty sure there's at least one more episode. Um, did did have, they have an after-school special episode? Almost, almost. I mean, like, <laughs> not, not, not like quite, but it, it is definitely like. I mean, I think this is the first episode of Kaguya-sama in a while that has been probably purely dramatic, right? Like, I can't. I don't I mean, remember yeah, it's, any. It was. I don't, I don't remember any comedy bits in. in I mean, the, put it like this: I don't. I did not expect to hear the words "revenge porn" in Kaguya-sama ever in in a oh, serious context. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, yes, actually, yes. Uh, that is did, a good... did what? Did Ishigami go to another world where he can make everyone his slaves or something? Mm. No, no. And also, I no. feel like Ish- Ishigami's better than that, or at least I have decided that he's probably better than that oh, yeah. after this episode. Um, yes. So, um, th- th- this is the this has been the Ishigami arc where we finally get his backstory that's been hinted at through, you know, since he's been is it tragically dark and depressing or something. Um, I mean, you know, it's it kind of like, is, but they 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 handle it in a way that it's not. Um, it's like what if you take your standard like isekai protagonist who's like bitter about everyone, oh, you know, yeah. betray everyone betray me. me, you know, that kind of my stuff. My girlfriend stole my money, but like, it's like both realistic and empathetic and not just there to like affirm the the audience's feelings of like yeah that's right normies are bad women are bad and it's just like uh, it so focuses, so no i mean it, it focuses more on the humane side of it all like it is something sh- that could actually happen to someone yeah here's here's my spin on it like it if you if you just kind of say it out it sounds like one of those like yeah, uh-huh. like you're saying the back, like the tragic backstory that justifies why this guy's a jerk situ- situations, and but they do a lot of like subtle things to make Ishigami a lot more like sympathetic, like you're saying. So, <laughs> like I like one of the things I was thinking is like so the so the the gist of the idea. Spoiler alerts, everybody! But the gist of the idea is that. Uh, when Ishigami was in middle school, he was kind of a loner or whatever, and this girl was nice to him. And then, you know, he found out that her boyfriend was cheating on her and and was, like, a huge uh, scumbag and was, like, to shut him up, basically, they were implying he was using, like, nude pictures of her to, like, blackmail I mean, yes, I was going to say, like not just, like, cheating on her, but also, like, yeah. the implication being either filming or photographing her and, like... Mm-hmm. 
if not already right. sharing those with his friends, like more than at least willing. I mean, he was basically to. like up to Ishigami. It's like if you uh, if you don't tell anyone that I'm cheating on her, I'll show you these nudes I have of her. Like, right? Yeah. 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 So, uh, and uh, Ishigami's response is. Uh, <laughs> Beat the crap out Dramatic of Dramatic is, I mean, <laughs> well, so here's the thing, right? Like, even someone but, like, you know, like, even someone like me who d- tends to fly off the handle pretty quickly, it, the thing that I think the Ishigami backstory segment does well is, like, so as someone who had a history in middle and high school of lashing out with physical violence against people who had wronged me, and not then and then proceeding to not provide any <clears throat> verbal explanation for why I had physically assaulted someone. There's something very real about the Ishigami backstory episode in, in the sense that they get into like I'm not you know again it's not gonna it's not it's not the thing that Kaguya-sama doesn't do is oh normies they're all just like judgmental dickheads or yeah. whatever right but it gets to this idea that like in a like ostensibly like rational and you know i guess normal you know normalized society like a dude who has long been known to be a loner and a social outcast suddenly physically lashing out and beating the crap out of somebody who at least up until then had not been outed as a you know as a toxic predator yet like right everyone's going to go right of course they're Dang, going to why judge why you beat up this guy right because yeah. at that point there is you know again this is not to defend the actions of the, the, the boyfriend in the situation. He is a real piece of crap. But, like, it gets to this idea that, like, you know, in a fair society, you have to... If, if, to, to out people and expose them for their crimes, you have to put in some... You have to put in some legwork, right? You can't just, like, start swinging fists as... Right. You can't as, say he's guilty because I punched him in the face. <laughs> right. Like, right. nobody will believe you. Especially right. with the social dynamic that is at play, you know? Of course everyone's just gonna... You know, and I think that's the thing it does well, right? Compared to think like, a lot of these sort of like incel fantasies is where, mm-hmm. like, the loner lashes out and beats up, you know, the Chad in this situation, <laughs> and then suddenly everybody in the crowd starts clapping. The heroine swoons for the main character, you know, yeah. or or whatever, and like the the, right. the 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 protagonist is justified in his 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 his, uh, his actions anger. and his righteous anger and his you know, probable distaste for women or what have you. Whereas <laughs> Ishigami's actions I mean, are, yeah. are 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 explicitly portrayed as sympathetic, but like ultimately ill advised, like misguided and self destructive. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, right. and, and it and, handles. And, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. It handles that in a like a, a, a with a level of nuance that you don't usually see in these kinds of backstory things right right because usually um, this backstory is like oh no i uh people hate me or i'm oppressed because i'm a nerd right. whereas here it's like it shows that being a social outcast can indeed get you in trouble through no fault of your own because everyone is like oh you're just beating up this poor guy because you're in love with his girlfriend you know you're just a, a creepy stalker right but and which is think- like it it also shows what effect that can have and 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 without actually putting the blame on those people, because an important part of the of the of the episode is where at the end Ishigami realizes okay, like these people just saw what they saw, and what they saw 
was that I was the aggressor and that this, I was just beating up this guy, but that doesn't make them bad people just because they're not like me, you know. And he and right, he I, I think even the, sees the rest of this cheer squad and they're like, okay, these are these are good people. You know? Right. I mean, I think right. the rest of the episode does have an effective. The, the thing that really like kind of brings this episode like around, like to, to is is yes at the conclusion where. You know, basically the thesis, you know, again, compared to a lot of, like, anime that kind of explore this type of, like, tonal backstory, the the eventual actual thesis of Kaguya-sama is that it is a good thing to come out of your shell and to hang out with, mm-hmm. you know, people you would, you know, call, quote-unquote, normies, right? Like, it, it is a good thing to to interact with, with people that are, you know, part of... I guess normal society, so to speak, right? And that, right, or... and that, 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 because, that even normal society yeah. isn't even like a real construct, right? It is more just like people are people, and that like everyone is kind of going through their own kind of like individualized uh, uh, struggles and and you know trials and tribulations. And again, like you know, mad props to uh, oh, apologies. Uh, the anime police is here. No, coming no, for that's you this that, time. Is, that is the that is the fire department. I live. Oh, I, I live. On a road, we, are, we aren't gets... talking. To, we aren't talking about fire force. Till no, later. no. I get so many That's, sirens. It's your burning soul, G. <laughs> I get so many sirens now that I can identify each siren individually by which department <laughs> they come from. But um, yeah, just uh, it, it, the you know, uh, yes, the idea that like it is a good thing that Ishigami stopped being a loner, right? Like a lot of anime in this vein kind of glorify and lionize the the yeah. loner, right? Like, ah, right. he's a loner because that is, like, the strength of his conviction. Like, nobody else Because they want to make their target audience feel better right? about themselves, but, that you're justified in mm-hmm. staying yeah. home and playing dating games all but day. But Ishigami's yeah. I mean, like, no, being a loner sucks. I don't want to be a loner. I want to have friends. I want to be a part of society. And, you know, again, like, give that fucking director a raise because, like, the part, right? Like, <laughs> at first, you know, like, I, I kind of clued into it when they kept, like, they the like specific like visual choice to not show the eyes of the cheer club. Yeah, we sort of. I like, was like, it's it's a it's it's a silent voice with the crosses. Right. Except it's, this it's, time, yes, their eyes it's, are It's an inherently right. like dehumanizing effect, right? Like mm-hmm. these people are just whatever, right? Like they're 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 NPCs, so to speak, right? Uh. And then you know at the end when like he finally you know opens his eyes for the first time and sees that now nah, these are people like me, like. Maybe we've gone through different things, but, like, that doesn't change the fact that, like, you know, we're all in this together, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, it's it's really effectively done. Now I understand why they got the director from Rockago to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's good. And, you know, I guess I don't want to linger on it too long, but the last thing I'll say is, like, Man, I hope they announce a season three because I feel like yeah. the, the things they are putting, I mean, the things they are putting, picking up and putting down here in season two is like with only one episode left. It's like, oh, I don't know if there's a way you can satisfactory yeah. like, end this in a satisfactory manner. You know, I feel like we gotta we gotta keep this train going, man. I just I just gotta say, our boy still got a long way to go. Um, but what I don't want to talk about is like how they. I think another important thing that sets it apart from the incel fantasy is how they treat the girl, uh, Kyoko, in this case. Because, like, at one point, um, she shows up again in the present to, like, uh, have a look at her old school because she transferred schools. Um, And she sees him, 
like doing his relay race and she just starts yelling at him like yeah i hope you die i hope you fall on your face you bastard but because of you my boyfriend woke up with me and like and even though he says the he says like shut up idiot it's never really treated as as like ah this girl gets her comeuppance because there is no real resolution to that she leaves the festival still resenting him still hating him yeah i and mean her friends like supporting yeah that's right that guy's a creep and you you gave him what he deserved and <laughs> ishigami's like okay this is okay you know not everyone is always going to like me uh i might just like open this whole can of worms again if i try talking to her trying to tell her the truth about what happened Right. But he sort of lets go of, of, of that one girl. Whereas yeah, I mean, as... in a show like Shield Hero, you have like, oh, the girl who wronged me is also like the biggest evil villain and she's trying to take over the kingdom and we must destroy her and humiliate her and, and like, you know, right. all the send her of off to the thing. rapist king guy yes, or whatever and, happened and then, to her. Like, yeah. Rename yeah. her <laughs> bitch and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. I, I think it's like as Kaguya herself kind of puts it in that episode, right? Like, really, really, realistically, her only crime is just being naive, right? Like, yeah. Like, there is no reason why we should expect or even desire some kind of karmic comeuppance for her when, like, again, I the mean, worst even crime she naive, is just like. like if there was a fight between your boyfriend and this, like, slightly socially awkward dude that you have been nice to, I think it would be very, very normal for someone to think of, like, okay, this awkward dude is clearly in love with me and now he's beating up my boyfriend because he's jealous. I think that's a very normal reaction. Like, Yeah, I, I, yeah that's what I mean, right? <laughs> like, like, the worst yeah. crime she commits is just, like, you know, jumping to conclusions. And it's like, yeah, that's not, like, yeah, it's like... That, that's that's realistic, right? Like, that's not a... You know, that doesn't make her some kind of villain, right? It doesn't make yeah, her right. evil. It just, that's just how life goes sometimes. Yeah. Whereas uh, there, were, there are definitely shows that would make her out to be the villain. Like, right. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, and I like, too, how they did... And they, they, you know, they brought it back full circle with, like, the student council's had his back the whole time, right? Like... Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, I suppose the only actual slight gag in that whole episode is probably just that, I guess, based on the handwriting, I guess that report was put into, was put together by Fujiwara, so... Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, when, when, when Shirogari presents the report, of like, ah, we were looking into your case, it's written in very, like, bubbly words with, like, sparkles and flowers on the cover, <laughs> and I was right. like, oh, okay, Fujiwara wrote this! <laughs> <laughs> right, hey, she's, um, a, she's an ace detective. We notice. Yeah, like they that. even. Yes, the, that's right. <laughs> that I forgot the detective thing. Um, yeah, so they brought that full circle. I really like even how they they tied in the the, the Eno thing that they were hinting at, at, like the whole time with Ishigami being like, you know, maybe those two are more alike than. Uh, then, I mean, uh, the guys originally... are ready for the slowest burn in anime history. I mean, oh. you know, like, I <laughs> yeah, know, we... it's, it's the realization of this episode. I was like, oh, God, Ishigami and Ino are both, like, <laughs> those two pick Law Route in Shin Megami Tensei, huh? Like, they're those yeah. kinds of people. Well, because we had the hint of it when, when uh, she was giving her speech and Ishigami was getting... Yeah, I mean, I mean again, it's know. like... I don't think we need to recap all of this, but I think the point is right. that like, the show has done a really good job of building and constructing these frameworks, and, and so uh, that when it all comes together, right, it's like it's like Eno's 
like backs like like her flashback doesn't even come up during this episode, and I don't think it needs to, right? Because we already right. know from prior episodes that she argued and advocated for Ishigami, and it's like yeah. a show that right. has done such a good job of building those frameworks doesn't need to rely on constant flashbacks to remind. They you. only need to give you like one or two quick shots to remind you, and they don't have to say anything. Yeah, they just like tie it back all together. Just remind you, yeah, Eno was here, <laughs> right? Um. Aqua, just one more question. Mm-hmm. Having read the the manga version of all this, like how how does that compare? Like, did, have they done a lot in the anime different, or is it pretty much the this same? This was or? very a lot more impactful, I think, because they dedicated an entire episode to it. Whereas in the anime, this is not necessarily a moment I remember. Oh, like, you mean in the, in the manga? You mean in the manga? Yeah, this is like the thing is like. Because this is a part of, like, a, a big, big Ishigami arc, right? And this is just the, the starting point. Oh, and, okay. And, like, this particular scene, I, I know his backstory, but it did not leave as much of an impact on me that I remember the individual beats. In fact, um, I always remembered, because if you know me, you know that my memory is a, a bit shaky... Um, I always remembered uh, Kyoko, the girl uh, that he was in love with or not in love with, no, the girl with the boyfriend, and Tsubame-senpai from the cheering club. I thought, I always assumed them to be the same person. Oh, Oh, okay. Right. Um, So, when I watched this episode, I was like, oh... Oh, those were two different characters. Oh, uh, whoops. <laughs> which, which probably tells you about how much attention I pay to the things I read and watch. Um, uh, so I have to say... You know, well, hey, in the anime, they can have different hair colors. Yes, so yeah. Yeah. the anime can have the benefit of using hair uh, color and other methods, but, too. Uh, let us spin this into a positive uh, something in that the anime's direction made it a lot more impactful, gave it the oomph that it deserved. And because, like, that's a thing I always find important uh, with manga versus anime is pacing. Because I experience manga very differently than anime, because in manga I can read at my own pace, which is very fast. So I just sort of go over everything, and it, it sort of just blends together in my head. Whereas with anime, the director is in charge of the pacing. You know, you can't choose for yourself whether you gloss over something or whether you uh, savor every moment of it, it's the director who decides what is important and what is not and how things are presented. And I think sometimes that's very good because it allows an anime to uh, make me appreciate stuff more that I sort of missed the real impact of in the manga. For example, uh, this entire episode or... uh, for example, the uh, the scene in The Flowers of Evil where they trash the classroom, which is just like a couple of shots in the original uh, manga, but it's like an entire anime, almost, an entire episode almost in the anime. Yeah, um, that's... Um, and, whereas sometimes that... it's the other way around, where it's just like an anime takes so long to adapt something that I just sort of quickly went over in the manga... And it's not that I quickly went over it because I found it boring. It's just that, you know, this is the pace at which I process information. And then when the anime does it and it takes like 15 minutes, it it can be incredibly frustrating, which is why I very often end up being disappointed with anime adaptations. So I think 
that shows to i mean that's sort of proof of what uh, something g often mentions that you don't have to do a one by one shot per shot adaptation of the manga because that will almost never work right you have to make an original work adapting the material but basing it to an anime style and i think the director did a very good job at that this episode right so once again give the director a raise <laughs> uh <laughs> on this one uh have him all right. almost as much as the voice actors <laughs> oh yeah i mean everything is top notch on this show i it's it's pretty great so all right let's uh move along um i don't want to talk too much about kakushi goto uh which did end because we're going to talk about the next time gee i just want to give you the opportunity to take your victory lap we need to answer right. the question man is is he dead I all was right. right, and that's, so, that's that's what I can say. <laughs> spo- spo- spoiler alert for anybody else. Uh, no, he's not dead. Uh, they, what a surprise! They uh, <laughs> they they had me fooled a bit when they started showing him getting like crushed by the uh, <laughs> manga. I mean, that that's a very again that's that that is a very that dude move, right? Like it is a right. dark joke. It is it is it is it is darkly ironic. You know, that sort of thing. But, I mean, it would um, be, the blackest possible thing would be that he is dead and he died in an extremely humiliating way. Like, right. he did not, um, like, wither away from anime disease, but he was, like, I don't know, yeah, crushed under a bunch of skeevy Yeah, manga. after his career had been ruined <laughs> and everything. So, um, it ended up being a very, uh... It was a very sweet, nice ending. It's, um, yes, it's a very... Uh, I, the way I put it, you know, again, I on one hand, I want to gloat that I called what happened to Kakashi Goto. On the other hand, I'm not. it's not that I'm disappointed. It's more like this is the sensible direction they had to take to get to the conclusion they wanted. And the conclusion right. that they wanted is, I think, ostensibly and lar- broadly a good one. I think it is the ending that Kakashi Goto deserves. But... Boy, do they really just kind of <laughs> sprint to the finish line in that in, their, in that yeah. line, in that last episode? <laughs> they they throw in a lot, including this like elaborate family backstory that right. didn't really like, apparently, add anything to the. <laughs> like I don't know. It's one of those things. Like, maybe it's in the manga, but apparently one of Hime's like deep seated anxieties was that was that she wasn't, you know, that that Kakushi was not, uh, you know, uh, her real dad. That she was like an illegitimate love child or adopted. Apparently, that was a, a thing she was worried about because a new character that we had not seen up till now ha- now had to show and be like, "Don't worry, you're the real kid." And it's like, "Oh wait, that was a that was a problem. That was a that was a right. That was even a question, right? Right. I was yeah. like, uh, <laughs> could this be like so, a thing with the manga ending where there were like. They were working on the anime, and then they got the news, like, hey, the manga's ending, and they were like, oh, shit, we need to cram well, all of yeah. this stuff into it, it, our it last episode. They ended so closely to each other, I have to assume that yeah. the, the anime staff was probably informed that, like, hey... But maybe they only got, like, a phone call of, like, yeah, this, this, and this happens, but they didn't actually, like... Well, because I, I think production-wise, it doesn't, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like the last episode came out of nowhere, or it doesn't feel like it was, like, made in a rush. It just feels like... Yeah particular plot points were crammed in yeah they might have just i mean that was just might not have time because right i mean fuck for all we know even the manga rushes this stuff right like we um, don't know the source material so well that that and like they only had 
12 episodes to begin with right. and even if you knew the whole plot it doesn't necessarily mean you can cram it into 12 episodes no. if it's, <laughs> but, but if yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. than 12 yeah it is definitely a thing of like i think that the show really could have benefited from like you know even one or two more episodes like before yeah. the finale but yeah i think that uh, as a whole though, steal a couple is... away from sing yesterday for me and give them to kakushi goto basically yeah that would be a fair trade i assume based on the way oh, y'all well. talk about that show We'll but, we'll save all that for next uh, yeah, time it's, for it's, sure. It's, but because, yeah, yeah. Like I, I mean, I don't, maybe I don't. I, I'm of two minds about it because I think there is something holistically special about the fact that Kakushi Goto, the show, is based entirely on the time period of Hime's childhood. Like because the flashback of like, oh, how did the rest of their life go after that? You know, it's like it kind of takes that like dark downturn right like kakashi sensei loses his job they kind of have to move to a smaller house he's kind of constantly struggling in you know manual labor jobs and like they reveal the whole thing about him searching for his dead wife uh... right yeah like all this stuff and it's like maybe we didn't need two episodes of you know kakashi sensei and Hime living in squalor and struggling to make and like maybe that doesn't fit the tone right because maybe the show is meant to be about the nostalgic period of childhood that Hime remembers when things were at their best right right? when things were quote-unquote perfect right like when or maybe that's something maybe that's just something that gets into some like that childhood childhood end shit you know of like you know that was the last you know that was the period of childhood innocence or something but right i still think that on some level there must have been a more graceful way to, <laughs> to onboard yeah. it, but yeah. I do think that the I ending agree. itself is very solid. I really liked it a lot. I, you know, the, the the ending the show deserved. Yeah, you know, the plot itself was a little hackneyed, but you know, also the author kind of poked fun at it. Um, right, and I do think that actually, in a weird ways, it does serve as like an effective metaphor for like, you know, so so spoilers, right, like. Kakushi Sensei wakes up from his coma and uh, he has amnesia, and specifically, he his his memory stops at Hime's like tenth birthday or eleventh birthday, right? And so, like, even though it's now she's now eighteen, right, right. So she still think he still thinks that like you know his daughter is is a young girl, and. I don't know if this is intentional, but I kind of like to interpret that as a metaphor for like. He's an overprotective single dad, and like on some subconscious level, maybe that was always his subconscious desire to infantilize his daughter. You know, like. like oh yeah, I mean, like I, I, I mean, I do that with some of my own family members sometimes, where I still treat them like they're six years old. Even right, right. Like it's like yeah, I, <laughs> like, yeah. Like I have, I, I have cousins who you know I I you know I watched you know you know, grow up from like you know from you know I, yeah like I was there since they were born. And, like, now they're, right. like, 15, and I still do fucking dumb old man shit to them, and they're like, dude, I'm a fucking teenager, and I'm like, oh, right, right, I always forget. And it's not even like they're that small, right? It's like they're almost my height, and it's like, I still, right? So you just, you internalize that they're children, right. because that is what you remember of them. And I kind of, I feel like maybe there, there's a little bit of that at play in Kakashi Goto. Yeah. And so him finally learning to let go of that and accept that uh, his daughter has has grown up is uh yeah it is it, it is effective storytelling for what it is yeah it, it yeah despite it being rushed i feel like it hit like the emotional beats good it was a good ending um i guess next time we'll talk more about 
where we fit Kakushi Goto into the the picture of what is the best uh, anime. Where it fits in the dad anime category. Also, yes, where, where, does, it, where does it fit, where it fits the, dad in the dad anime, anime pantheon. Uh, pantheon. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that later. Um, all right. And uh, one more thing we wanted to mention uh, is uh, Great Pretender, which uh, has dumped a lot more episodes but we watched up to episode five, which is the the first arc, the the LA job. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And uh, we'll, we'll count that as part of this season, and we'll talk about the rest of the show next season, I guess. But uh, yep. it might be the only good thing we'll be watching at that point. Oh, Great Pretender is so good. It is. <laughs> but at least the show is very, yeah. very good. I, I cannot uh, wait to get to episode six because as I I've, as I've been telling, saying in our in our in our Discord the. Uh, Great Pretender is giving me super strong Lupin the third part five energy energy. Like Yeah. In the sense of like, you know, not just like in terms of like, ah, it's a heist anime and there's capers and hijinks, but also we have no clue what to expect from it. Like Right. Because episode like there's a version of episode five, and I'll keep this pretty vague so as not to spoil Aqua here, but like there's a version of episode 5 that immediately tells us what episode 6 onward looks like. The ending episode 5 actually chooses to go with throws that all into question in a <laughs> right. really interesting way, right? Because, like, there's a version of episode 5 where you're like, oh, alright, this is like, you know, this is the Fast 5 of Great Pretender, where now, like, the, the crew has been formed. Music staying, now... everyone walks off into the sunset for the next job. Yeah, but the thing they do instead, and again, I'll keep it vague, but that's, that has me going, oh, where is this going? Like, what do they, where do they plan to go with this down the line? Because, like... It's like when we were watching Lupin, you know, part five, right? And, like, after the first big arc where, you know, Lupin robs uh-huh. Bitcoin. And, like, then it cuts to, like, a one-episode Red Jacket Lupin, like, you know, yeah. breather episode. And we were all like, wait, what is what is this what? show doing, yeah. right? Like, it's it's that kind of feeling. And that's super exciting. It's, it's, uh, it's fun to not have, to have something that's an unknown. Yeah. Um, like... Even a lot of the shows we're enjoying are adaptations of things, and so, like, if you are willing to put the work in, like, that information is out there um, on some level, you know, uh, even if there's right. variance in how it's being adapted. But a uh, good, honest, proper, like, anime original that's uh, good, <laughs> it's always fun to see. Definitely. Have that possibility open. And even just the premise of the show, like, since everybody's a con man, you don't know... Right. You don't always know what information you should be trusting. Right. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times you can see when they're going to flip it flip it around. I mean, yes, but, definitely, you know, I, I, I think that... But I think I think especially with the with the main guy, because is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? What, like, is he, or is he just using the good guy? When is, he, when is he just using the good guy act to his advantage, or when is he legitimately mm-hmm. being, uh, you know, Mr. Hero of Justice, like... Uh, you know, they they play around with that to keep you on your toes, right? Like, right. I mean, I think it's the thing that they do with the best con and heist stories. Kind of lean into less the ambi- less the ambiguous morality of its characters, but more the amb- amb- ambiguous sincerity and intentions of those characters. Because 
it is in those specifics where they can really, uh, you know, kind of muddy the waters, right? Make things, you know, leave us in the dark, so to speak. Right. Um, yeah, it's just interesting because the, the way they use that, because like him kind of acting like a, a a dork sometimes makes everybody's guard go down, right? Yeah, like and and, and it, I think it's like I think the bet like the, like the, like the best lies, right? Like the best actors, there's a hint of truth to it, right? Like, Makoto is kind of a dork, right? Like, right. Like that's not a, you know, he he definitely leans into it when he needs to, but also, like... He that, still that, is, but... Yeah, he, he was still can, kind he of can a use it to his <laughs> He can use it to his advantage sometimes, right? And that's that's right. where it becomes kind of interesting, but... Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, it's real good. Um, neck, they're going to Singapore next. Oh, are That'll they? Be, Damn. Yeah, that's the next uh, arc. Okay, I didn't even so, look that up. So, so okay. Net- Netflix has been drop- dropping, uh, like, the whole arc at a time, is yeah. what it looks like. Uh, so, like, two weeks ago they dropped the Singapore arc, and then this last this week they dropped the uh, the London uh, arc. I guess the, like, blurb Artemis read last time did say L.A., Singapore, and London. Right, oh, yeah, yeah, it was in the description. Oh, yeah, that absurd so, uh, that it's, she read. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that, that's where they're going, and I, I think. Interesting. For, so, from what we were piecing together, there's going to be more after that, but we don't know when. But for the I time will, being, uh, that's a shame. I will, I will miss anime LA. I feel yeah. like uh, <laughs> I kind, I was ready for a whole show set in anime LA. I feel like they did a great job of nailing the vibe. I will miss NZ out. Um, uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, I will miss the Hollywood dirtbaggery, but I feel like it worked really well with the city pop art and all that yeah, too. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, really fantastic. I mean, yeah, yeah. I just hope uh, it, it's Wit Studio. I hope they can hold it. Together <laughs> I hope they can for, keep it up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> may, maybe being the they Netflix their, thing lets Netflix them money. Yeah, yeah. Maybe 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 this being a Netflix thing that does not adhere to normal time schedules will help them keep their act together, but. Uh, we'll see. Episode one through five looked it was really great good. across the board, so, though, yeah. Uh, yeah. in all all categories. Mm-hmm. So, um, at the very least, this show can be our savior for uh, what we're about to bear witness to. <laughs> also, just I'm gonna get one last one last jab in, uh, uh, one last jab into Eero here because he was <laughs> he was lamenting about uh, his 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 Sadamoto waifu being a cop. And, oh uh, yeah, yes. Trades no. were made. Trades were made. Uh, one hit, one thing was given and one thing was taken away. That was if if that is an acceptable trade. <laughs> I think you called that one too, G, didn't you? I did. That's, I did. Uh, <laughs> so you're 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 two for two. Look, uh, this I week. look as dumb as those movies are. I'm a big fan of the Fast and Furious movies, and uh, they kind of. That and Great Pretender maybe operate in similar strokes in some regards. So, you know. right. Well, one of the main jokes is the uh, the the bad action movie franchise, right? The, yes, uh, Die Hot. Yeah, Die Hot. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. So we'll uh, we'll pick that back up later. Let's uh, let's move along and get into the. Man, this has been a great season preview podcast. <laughs> Well, Only forty minutes in, to, we will start talking to, about the new season. Time to die. The rest of this is into the garbage. The the rest of this is probably going to go pretty quick. So, um, <laughs> so you say. The uh, so, yes, yeah, summer twenty twenty is what we're looking at. Uh, I'd wanted to mention some of the things returning, 
first. A lot of these we don't even really need to talk about too much. I just want to mention them I, I as points go of as interest. Say, but like JL, you could just read these all off a list, and we could just pick the ones we consider even worth yes, talking about. Stop me, stop me if there's something you want to say about them. But uh, we had uh, Fruits Basket, which I think actually came back already. It was delayed, and that's going to be going on into next season. Uh, Fire Force is coming back. With n- uh, no more Yukiyase, so you have absolutely zero reason to watch that show. <laughs> uh, was that even? Well, here's the director. Oh, oh I mean, okay. I mean, you know, yeah, look, if nothing else, Fire Force Season 1 did look good at times. So, like, that is unfortunate then if they lost uh, the force behind that. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> ReZero is coming back for some reason. Uh, it's going to make some people on the internet very happy. Is it called ReZero? Uh, I, I don't know if it has this weird subtitle or something. I don't think it does, but... Um, is I it felt starting like for, again in another world? I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess what little I know... I didn't watch the show, but I, from what I understood, it had an actual conclusion, so I don't know yeah. how to bring it back. But I mean, as far as I know, that thing like started and ended... Well, right. seeing as none of us watched it, I feel we could probably just move on anyway. Yes, we already so, watched season two of RE Zero. It was called Grand Bell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sword Art Online's finally coming back. That got that had got postponed last season, so that'll be in Woo-hoo! July. This is the, the second half of the year of Kirito. We have exhausted the Sword Art Online discourse. Let's yep. move on. Uh, my teen romantic comedy snafu which we actually talked about last time because it was supposed to air last season but that got bumped that's actually coming back sure. uh then uh no guns life 2 which got bumped yeah this uh, is a... that's one we're actually well kind of mildly, interested you know in. <laughs> yes look i'm you know look in a post doro hidoro post like uh azo ken post like uh, it invaded world like no guns to life probably doesn't. <laughs> Are you honestly mentioning that one alongside these prior two? It invaded uh, was all right. Yes, yes. Look, Aqua, you might not. Uh, you better get ready because come end of year, I will legitimately be bringing it invaded to the table. Like I will be go fighting ahead, go ahead. hard for it invaded. Y'all don't even begin to understand how much I. I truly love that show. What what is it? It's not was it he's entering he's entering terminal dogma? No, that's not what it was. It was uh I don't even remember dude. Oh man, I'm right sorry. when he like double dives into the Idwell. Uh, I yield my time. <laughs> but uh anyways, I, my point is that No Guns Life is probably it, it occupies a similar tier of that kind of like schlocky entertainment show and, you know, <clears throat> In a weird ways, it would not have maybe held up well to scrutiny last season. Maybe this season it will be uh, an appreciated salve in, the, in these times. In the dry desert of uh, yeah, I mean, good anime, it'll, it'll have a, more time to like, shine. Even at its worst, even at its absolute worst, it is still about a man with a gun for a head who solves crime. So, <laughs> Right. So a cop. Uh, Fuck. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> he's a private well, detective. Okay, he's not. He's not. We can't defund him because he's, he's a private detective. Also, he doesn't really like cops anyway. So the cops there you go. hate him. I mean, yes, the cops um, fucking hate him. So. Well, who do the cops like? Uh, let's so, not answer that question. Does that question. mean Gunman um, is black? Anyway, uh, <laughs> also coming back after being postponed at episode two or three, I forget the Millionaire Detective Balance Unlimited. 
which I would have been interested in. <laughs> Great Pretender had but, eaten the Right, speaking, of, speaking yeah. of shows that now look worse in hindsight because of new things that have come out <laughs> since then. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Great yeah. Pretender basically beats the show up and takes its lunch money. Yeah, like it's... I know, like I know they're different plots and stuff, but they're 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 kind of going for the same I mean, vibe. Yes, right? they're like... cut from the same cloth. Even if one is about law enforcement and the other is about criminals, it is def- they are definitely leaning into the same like slick, stylish people who like operate above the law, right? They use like... lots of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and with unlimited resources. And who, right? and who and drag a, like, generic Right, a hapless everyman along the way. Yeah. Right. But even that part, right? Like, the hapless everyman in Great Pretender is a real motherfucking pimp. Like, <laughs> like Makoto's a, a dork, but also that motherfucker hustles. He makes moves, right. man. Like, that episode where he, like, you know, where he meets with the director on his own. That's a great episode, man. He, that motherfucker hustles. This, this dude in, in, in Millionaire Detective... He's just a He's cop. just a dork. He's just yeah. a cop. <laughs> He's just an actual cop, right? Yeah. So, the, um... The, the virgin millionaire detective versus the chat. Great pretend. Con man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Again, though, given our... Given our options, I still may <laughs> watch a little bit of it, at least. Sure. Uh, well, speaking but, of shows, we may consider giving a couple more episodes. Yeah, oof. Oh, yeah. yes, and, uh... Pare Ranwan's coming back, which I completely forgot existed yeah. again. Uh, and we'll probably... I don't know, guys. They might get to the race! Oh, boy. They might, <laughs> they might finally get to the race! Wait, how many <sighs> episodes of this did air? Three? Four? Three, I think? Oh, okay. I think, yeah. I think it was three or four, yeah. Enough to where they should have gotten to the race. Uh, yes, they should have gotten to the race by now. <laughs> Uh, so that that's coming back, and uh, no word on Galandino. Oh, that's okay. That's such a heavy live action component. That I think. I mean, I, he he burned the diary. It's true. Galandino is never there's, coming back. Time, it has been erased no from existence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure in some other timeline somewhere, Galandino is continuing on, but not. <laughs> Not this one, unfortunately. What if it just um, continues on, like, variety shows with comedians, and no, then, like, Shodawi and Dino oh, show up? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, there's probably more stuff yep, coming back. Um, I can't keep track of... Tom Rider, Super Sentai, Digimon Adventure. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, other anime, too, but uh, it's it's hard to keep, uh, keep track of where everything's at. I'll probably just post the... Uh, the, one of the lists going around. But in a couple of weeks, we'll be able to tell you if a common writer filmed with social distancing measures put in place <laughs> is either well, hilarious or hilariously depressing. If yeah. they have the helmets on, it's okay, right? I yeah, guess. but like they sort of said, like they can do, le- they can't do as much like wire stuff because technicians can't be close to each other. Oh wait, right, you got to have people. Sounds like right. sounds like this next common writer should just get a gun. <laughs> they're, just, they're just gonna, they're just gonna do it all over Zoom. Just, 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 just shoot people. <laughs> they're all just gonna be in a Zoom meeting for oh, uh, twenty-five minutes. The funny thing I mean, is, you know, you know what the next Common they... Rider will be called? Yeah. Right, it's Common Rider Saber, right? Yeah, Common Rider Saber. <laughs> so it's oh. the opposite of a gun. Great, great. Oh, oh no, no. Let's be real. It's Common Rider. That's, that doesn't preclude a sword that transforms into a gun. Yeah, let's I mean, be real a Common Rider will always have a gun, even a Common right. Rider called Saber. Like, <laughs> right. All right. I, I actually do want to hear how that goes, but uh, we'll have to wait until. Yeah. We, we 
we well, let's get into the real meat of this, uh, this <sighs> podcast. Coming up the next all right. All right. The thing so, you've all been waiting for. Um, when we told you guys next season looks bad, we really meant it. Like, we say that a lot. We really meant it on this one. <laughs> Yeah, maybe this is like a this is like a this is like a boy who cried wolf yeah. thing. Like we might we might have we might have condemned a lot of seasons in the past. So you might just be like, oh, these guys just just oh, they're always so negative, and then inevitably they always find those like two or three shows they love, anyways. Yeah, I'm because saying, at the end of next season we're just gonna be this ex- this uh, season was terrible, but there were a couple of good shows. <laughs> like, but this yeah. this season in particular, my guys, please, if you care at all about what we have to say, listen to us here. This, no, no, you know, yeah. I, I, I will admit, in this whole list, there are like a couple shows here that have the potential to be pretty solid. We're not like saying it's. A I mean, complete... I'd say there is even one that has the potential to be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you know, there is a. Com- it is not a complete wasteland. It's yeah. just the the depths to which the anime this season sink to is. <laughs> I think I think the percentage of because I feel like the last the last couple. St- for a while now, there's only been like a couple really bad shows, and then like a lot of mediocre shows, and then like a couple good shows. And this season just feels like every show is bad except for like one or two. And there's and, and then you, you pile on top of it. There's not just not that many to begin with. Like I've a lot of these shows we normally wouldn't even talk about, but there's literally nothing else to talk about yeah. because there's so few shows to. Yeah, like the first tier on our list is a show I never thought we would ever. It's not the All kind right. of show I thought we would ever bring up in a podcast. So let's. A moment of silence for the joke of the year. Okay. Are, well, are you talking about the title of this show? Of course. Uh, okay. So, all right. I'm actually going to kind of enjoy this if we're going to be honest secretly, right. but because just going into these terrible, terrible shows. But we, we start off with a real banger here. Um, Doku Hentai Heroes, except Heroes is spelt H, capital H. Uh, cross uh, Eros, get it? so that it also covers it? hentai and get Eros, it? And, and, it's, and it's hentai instead of sentai because they're a team of superheroes, but they're also pervy. I fucking yes. hate Japanese wordplay. I fucking <laughs> so, hate Japanese wordplay so much. It's like right now. it's like uh yes, yeah, so it kind of has a little bit of a, a super sentai vibe, except uh, in this case the monsters. I dug a little deeper into it. The monsters apparently are like censorship bugs or something like that. Uh. And uh, they feed off of everyone's H energy. Uh. Uh, and uh, so this this team of heroes, which consists of one dude and his harem of uh, schoolgirls, uh, are, How original. you know, have to combat them and their clothes fly off and all that stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, I checked out the manga for this because I had nothing better to do, and there was no first chapter, so I just read the latest chapter, which is the beach episode, and I was like, <laughs> oh no, we are getting attacked by alien worms that look like... Yeah. And, oh no, they can squirt water. <laughs> so And it dissolves our clothes. Alright, so I don't think it, we need it, to... It, it just... It's just boring. Yeah, so not not a whole lot more to say about that. <laughs> one, know, the only than... the only thing I will say is that y'all remember like there was this time period in like Western media where any time they like tried to parody anime, it, was it would the, be exactly like <laughs> this type of thing. Yeah, it would be yes. like it would be like big boob paradise pervert penis dick 
tentacle rings. <laughs> tentacle <laughs> right. ring, right? And like you know, like that's what that like that was like the tier of satire American humor was working on at the time. Like, oh, anime is boobs. And well, I, I you know, and I yeah. think a lot of us always kind of bristled at that because I was like, like there's a there's such a thing as a good anime parody and a bad anime parody, right? And I think that like we we've gotten past that era now because now most of the people making cartoons are also weebs themselves, so yeah. instead we get good anime like you know tributes. But right. you know there was definitely that period where it was just like oh, anime, it's all pervs and shit, and it's all tentacles. And and, and right. you know of course we anime fans want to be like no, of course anime's not all that. And then something like Doku <laughs> and anime AX makes this heroes yes. comes up, and I'm like, okay, actually yeah, maybe anime is all this after all. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, speaking of things that sound like parody... <laughs> uh-huh, you gotta do this in one take. <laughs> the, the next show on our list is... Oh, God, One breath, one breath. Demon King Academy History Strongest Demon King Reincarnates and Goes to School with His Descendants. Yes. So, um... Awesome. The title says it all. It is the misfit of the Demon King Academy getting reincarnated. And he goes to school with his descendants in the future. It's exactly what you think it is. Yep. The uh, it's the not main guy. Isekai. The main guy. Uh, uh, it's it, close. I mean, well, it's close reincarnation enough. is like it's not. He he's re he's reincarnated two thousand years later. It might as well be a new. Yeah. So, like it's I not. Mean, like, it's not isekai, but this isekai J subgenre has emerged yes. lately. Yes. The the the, de- the demon king subgenre. Well, not just the demon king subgenre, <laughs> but specifically the like reincarnation. Slash, like went to the future or whatever. Um, JRPG and, fantasy world, and like. you have the secret lost knowledge, and like, oh, magic's gotten worse, so my regular magic my, is way right. My ancient stronger, magic baby, is way more powerful. That's cetera, that's my yeah. right. But ah, you mean uh, but you see, Hero, because he uses the old magic, the people at school do not trust him, and they ostracize him. Oh, and they so call him the worst. So Even he's the though <laughs> he is the best. Okay. Secretly the best. Awesome. He also looks like a two-player Kirito. He's a white coat. He Kirito. looks like the loft child of Kirito and Reen Schwartz or from Trails from Cold Steel. Sure. Uh, the only good thing about this entire thing is, in, if you watch the trailer, at the, the final shot is shows him as a baby and his parents swaddling him, and he just starts talking like a grown ass man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's all right. Uh, but you know, Which not I've, worth I've the read, one joke. I've, once again, I've read the first chapter of the manga, and in it, he like goes to the fighting entrance exam for the Demon King Academy, and he like fights <sighs> this dude and kills him with a single flick of his fingers, and it's like, oh. Why are you angry that I killed this guy? Isn't it normal in this era that you can just bring people back to life with magic? And then he, like, brings him back to life and kills him again. And it's hilarious. Uh, yeah. And this this is originally a light novel, so I guess oh, yeah. they made a manga adaptation. In case there was any doubt that this was originally a light novel, but... <laughs> no, All you, right. No, you have, like, a tier worse than light novel. Like, what if this was a web novel? <laughs> Well, we'll talk about we'll talk about web webtoons in a minute. This is just but, uh, that scene from Girlish Number. <laughs> yeah, All right. Let's, What's, what about this next one here? Because yeah. I'm looking at Anna Chart and it doesn't even have a oh. summary. <laughs> so I did I did the research on this one. 
this is another multimedia idol project yeah. thing. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like I think they're going for the Bang Dream What's thing, where called? there's like there's like multiple. Oh yes. Yeah. I guess it actually needs a name. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lapis relights with with all the capitalization and punctuation you'd expect dreams. in there. Yeah. The sequel yeah. you never knew you wanted. Um, is it also a rhythm yeah. game? I don't know. It's not a game yet. But I think it's going to be an anime first, yeah. but they said they are going to do the game. But they're doing the they're doing the Bang Dream thing where it's like multiple groups instead of just like one, like a gazillion group. girls who so all go to the same school right. and they're like, and this will but they all are in different probably sub- be incredibly groups. popular and people are going to be angry at us for dismissing it. But I the bubble's got to burst on this at some point, right? People can only play so many idle gotcha games, right? Right. I don't know, man. Right? You, know. you say this, but you started playing Arknights. No, actually, I'm the one who started playing Arknights. I, I, I play I play I play a lot of gotcha games, but I don't I play them for a little bit and then I move on to the next one. I'm only I'm only ever really playing Grand Blue Fantasy. Also, Arknights is all right. The, and Arknights is pretty good, actually. Arknights is the one good one. Why don't you listen the, to me? It's the, not like the, other gotcha games. It, it isn't in some regards. Well, uh, they, they I'm not just talking. Outfits. I'm not just talking about the games. <laughs> I'm not just talking about the game aspect, but like also just the whole idol group uh, thing. Like, they, they, I, I don't think. I mean, how I many times? We, yeah, I think. How many times can they keep doing it? I mean, as many times as they think it's going to sell, right? I mean, that's a thing. Like, this is. It's not just anime, right? It's every medium. It's every industry, right? Something blows up, gets popular. Everybody tries to emulate it for years and years afterwards. Like, look, to get into video games, we just watched, like, you know, some game streams from, like, Sony and EA. And surprise, surprise, it's a lot of people just chasing the same old trends. And, of course, you say, like, there's no way this is going to do well, but apparently some dude in a suit does, so... Yeah. And it just seems completely arbitrary which of these ones are hits and which are not. Like, yeah, because yeah. not all of them are successful, yeah. right? No, not, like, so yeah, some of them it's... fail. Some of them do genuinely like disappear and are never heard from ever again. And sometimes it's just, I think, a little like you know. Again, I continue to wonder why Love Live is the one that like came that like eclipsed Idolmaster, right? I'm like, why? Why was that the one that that right. blew up? And it's just like it, I feel like it's just a flip of a coin on some level. So panning for gold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get well, to. Uh, Let's move on uh, to the other big webtoon Crunchyroll has been uh, developing. We had Tower of God uh, for spring season, and this next season they're going to be doing The God of High School, which, like, we it said sounds is like an Korean. 80s rom-com. <laughs> like a John Hughes uh, movie, The God of High it's School. It's another... Right. It's another, So it is another Korean webtoon that is being adapted under the Crunchyroll Originals umbrella... This one's actually being done by MAPPA, which is interesting. Right, the only I guess. reason I will pay any attention to this whatsoever is because Sung Hoo Park is directing. Yes, so the most notable thing about this, as Hero said, is uh, there's a fair bit of talent behind this one, actually. Um, yeah. It's. And, I mean, as, as, as resident Glorio fight guy, I will say that <laughs> watching the PV, the most notable thing about it is. As sad as it is to say, in 2020, the fights are 2D animated, and yeah. they look pretty solid. Like they, I mean, it's Sung Ho Park, you know, of Garo Vanishing Line and Garo the Divine Flame, uh, uh, uh fame, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> quote unquote fame. Well, fame, fame uh, yes, for, meaning, 
among us. Fame among the Gloria uh, blog. Our, you know, master of the drifting horses and um, uh, doing sick wheelies with your magical motorcycle and punching bullets fame. Uh, but yeah, and so yeah, it does look good. And I guess it's, it's hard to tell. Like, is The I get- thing that's hard to tell is like... Is this, like, a particularly well-funded project? Like, is Crunchyroll really, like, throwing a lot behind this? Because it, it's hard to tell. Like, is this, like, some, like, weirdly high-budget production or or, or what? But Because this is, like, Jade Gundam. Like, this is, like, a tournament with weird yeah, I don't even know if stereotypes this... from all over the world having I don't fights. even know if this show has a plot. Yeah. I think it's just everybody fighting in this high school to see who's the strongest. Right, I mean, and, that, and that's a very and look. That's a very classic uh, premise for for these sorts of things, right? I mean, this right. is the obligatory section where I complain that this is getting like the Mappa Sungho Park treatment when both Kengan Azura and Baki the Grappler got uh, anime recently, and both of them had to resort to using CG for the fights. Right, and in some regards, it's understandable because. Those two, along with God of the God of High School, I assume, anyways, these sorts of like seinen fight manga that are slightly different from Battle Shonen, but are more like, if not quite martial arts, but like, I'm pretty sure this is like 100% Battle Shonen, though. Well, okay, so the thing I'm trying to the thing I'm trying to like explain is that there's like a yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think it there's is pure like... real life based martial arts and right, like there, 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 there's a holistic yes, there's a holistic difference in 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 fighting manga between the like yes between like the pure battle shonens which are like you know kind of their own flavor and then you have fight manga along the lines of like Baki the Grappler, Kengen Azura, that are you know again not remotely realistic again like uh, uh fucking. I'm not going to even get into it, but there's some... The, in Kenyan Azura, there's a death match between a sumo wrestler and a pro wrestler, and it's fucking fantastic, <laughs> and it has the amazing line, pro wrestling is a three-dimensional fighting combat style. Uh, Baki has, like, people ripping out optic nerves and right, stuff Right, right, like Baki the grappler <laughs> literally has, like, a dude who shows off how badass he is by sticking a gun in his mouth and pulling the trigger... And coming out of it completely unfazed, like they're not realistic at all. But but like they are they are quote unquote ostensibly about like martial arts, right? actual is, martial uh, arts, right? Yeah. Quote unquote, yes. And 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 they because of that, right? They cannot get away with the energy waves or like the you know the laser beams generally. And so I get why they are animated in CG nowadays because doing actual hand to hand combat is really expensive and very difficult. And so when I see something like the God of High School that is seems to be entirely animated in 2D, I'm like how much how much are they throwing behind this thing? Like is this sure. super yeah. popular? They do, this thing does eventually end up in like shooting lasers territory. Oh, I mean the it? picture I'm no. looking at the guy's got fire coming off his feet. So uh I yeah. mean that can always be like, you know, fucking Representing metaphor, metaphorical, metaphorical fire. I see, but the Hadouken is not real fire. It is just this metaphorically sure. <laughs> rendered well, I'm just, fighting okay, spirit. I, I, look, I'm, I don't know the first thing about this thing other than the PV I watched, which seemed to be purely hand-to-hand combat. And right. so, like, I don't know. Is this another yeah. Tower of... What's the other one called? Tower, Tower of God. Oh, no, no. I don't think it's going to be like that. Because Tower of God... 
apparently that and apparently that went all over the place. I only watched the first right, right, episode. Right, but what I mean but... is that like, is this also absurdly popular? Like, is this one of those yeah. like, like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, this and Tower of God were like the big two. Okay, okay, so yeah. that. So makes... I think this is going to be a big hit. Okay, but, so uh... this there is reason for them to want to invest so much into this potentially. Right. I mean, right, even though this one is more, I think this one is more explicitly Korean, whereas um, Tower of God Korean. is just like. Yeah, but it's like generic fantasy world. Oh. Well, this actually takes Set place right. in, in Korea, Korea right? I mean, with Korean takes... people fighting right, for sure. the honor of Taekwondo. Like, <laughs> oh man, that's super interesting, actually, because like, I don't mean to turn this into a big long tangent, but there has been a not a worrying trend, but fans of the genre have noted the like weird, shall we say, like uptick in like nationalist undertones in seinen fighting manga as of mm. late, or, like. In these sorts of international tournaments, karate is always the strongest fighting style. Like, the dirty gaijin who use their dirty gaijin sports, like MMA and boxing and wrestling, are all, like, bewildered and awestruck by the purity of Japanese Nippon karate. And how it is the strongest style. And every time they fight... Meanwhile, Aikido just standing in the corner there... And, and then and then it's like and all, every time they fight like a Chinese or a Thai or a Korean martial artist, they always make sure to like have some like big like two panel spread of the Japanese karate dude like just completely obliterating them <laughs> with some like huge statement and giant text of like never underestimate the Japanese spirit or nothing compares to Japan and. You know, you're oh, like, yeah. hmm. Are wonder... we just gonna get the uh, Korean edition? Right, so are we just gonna get some? Right, so I'm not saying it's good if they do that again, but just with Taekwondo. But yes, I'm very curious if we're just gonna get the Korean version of that of just Taekwondo schooling on karate and kung fu. Right. <laughs> well, I know for me personally, I don't know. It, it's take, it's gonna take more than just cool action scenes to keep me interested in in a show. So if that's all they got. I mean that's that's probably going to be fine for some people, but yeah. I, also, what I feel like I feel like yeah. that's the ceiling for this show. I don't <laughs> I don't see right. it getting yeah. to much else than that. I will say one other but, thing. Uh, like this usually doesn't bother me. I don't like how red their noses are. <laughs> yeah, their noses are it's very like everybody's, red. Uh, like everybody took a shot before the uh, yeah, like <laughs> they're like, like everybody, drunk. <laughs> like it's a little too, it's just a little too much. Like I'm not one of those like oh Tumblr nose guys, but it's like yeah. it's, it's a little, it's a little distracting. <laughs> it's a little distracting how red their noses are. <laughs> That's all. Mm, maybe that maybe it's a uh, cold in the re- arena. I don't maybe. know, but uh... <laughs> That's all. All right, got. well, that's one one of the shows on here that. Might not be absolutely terrible. I mean, it um, probably is. Let's be real, but it might have cool yeah. fight scenes. <laughs> At the very least, we might get some cool animation out of Someone it. Someone might mean, punch we a bullet. Have seen it. Well, maybe. So, uh, nobody's gonna. Nobody's gonna punch a bullet. I'm gonna call it now. Um, all right. So let's move along then to the other show only, that might be okay this season. Only yeah. show that has some potential here. Uh, we're talking about. Uh, how do you actually say this? Is it just decadence? Yeah, I just say decadence. Yeah. Deca- oh, decadence. Yeah. Like decadence. <laughs> 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 wow. But with a hyphen in the middle. Oh, eight arrows. Japanese wordplay. So I think we're mostly interested in this because this show actually has a little bit of pedigree to it. Yes. Right? Like, yes. Yuzuru Tachikawa. Um, Yuzuru Tachikawa. It is the director of Death Parade and Mob Psycho 100. Shows that were very uh, well animated. Pomodorosa finally doing character designs for a show that is not 
terrible. He's the guy who did the character designs well, for don't, listeners. Don't count your chickens for the hatch, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it is the it is studio, uh, and the studio is called Nut. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. It's... Well, well, the the studio because I, I I did look up. Their only other thing was the uh, Tanya the Evil, t- right? Which did look but, good despite being Nazi propaganda. But I mean, <laughs> l- l- yeah, the studio being slightly less important than the actual staff, who are, who are mostly coming from Bones, like we're saying, yeah. the, uh, doing Death Parade and Mob Psycho. Um, Death Parade was Madhouse, I think. Yeah. Oh, you know what? They, you're right. Yeah. That was mad. So really, it is just the director we're kind of talking. So it's just about the director here. then. Okay, yeah. But uh, yeah, I did love Death Parade. Uh, but this is, um, and I, I like Mob Psycho too. But the uh, this particular show. So I guess it's sort of like a post-apocalyptic thing. Where <laughs> did somebody say up in a Sunrise original mecha anime? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it definitely has it, that. Well, vibe, it reminds. But. It remind well the the premise and and the way people are flying around reminds me of Attack on Titan actually. Actually, but yes, the, uh, I have to admit, I definitely get a, got a little bit of those vibes in in because the they're all holed up in this in this like flying city thing, and the, the way they fight looks very much like Attack on Titan, where they're kind of flying through the air with their gear on or whatever. Um, the actual tone of it, based on the trailer, though, seems a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. Than, I mean, it, this definitely gives me the vibe of like. It's funny because I think there's a lot of shows we could we could list that kind of remind us, like this does kind of remind me of Attack on Titan. It does remind me a little bit of a little, maybe even Made in Abyss, right? Like kind of a similar yeah. vibe of like, oh, a character goes on an adventure to uncover the, the the truth of blah blah blah, whatever, right? Like, right. But but yeah, it, it also kind of I almost get a little bit of like not full on but slight Studio Ghibli vibes of like. There's a little bit of a whimsy to what we have seen so far. It is right? a like bit of that. quirky right. girl teams up with grumpy dude. Like. Uh, yes, yes. There's a little bit of, <laughs> right. of that like childlike whimsy to it that um, I think works in its favor because I think uh, this definitely does give me that kind of like kid goes on an adventure anime vibes. <laughs> right. But, um, uh, and I mean it's an original, so we don't really know too much more right, beyond that's, that. That's the other but thing, right? It, it uh it looks pretty good. I mean, the, watching the trailer, like the animation's pretty good, solid, and I, I like that tone a lot more than if they were taking this, you know, the dark, serious, right. post-apocalyptic route. I mean, uh, you know, look, let's be real. There's no that doesn't <laughs> there's no guarantee it doesn't do that later. I, right, <laughs> that's going to be the mid-season turn or something, right? right? But yeah, I mean, what if the we, decadence we were actually humans? Oh shit. Uh... <laughs> All we're saying is that this show has potential. Yes, yes. It has a strong director. It's of, probably a, a coin flip whether it's going to be actually good or not. Yeah, I, mean, right, I mean, like, look, like, I feel like every, everything we're saying now, we could have also been saying about, say, Apari Ranman, like, three months we ago. We probably did so, say about Apari like, Ranman. Right? Apari Ranman <laughs> did, did not have a director of the level of Yuzu Tashi. Not, not of this though. tier, no, like, definitely yeah. not. I just mean, like, the, the inventiveness of the setting and the premise. Yeah, yeah. But, right. uh,. Definitely, yeah, definitely, uh, this, along with Great Pretender, are, like, maybe the two that we, that, you know, I mean, prior to Great Pretender coming out, though, I think we were mostly betting on, I'd say, like. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it, and hopefully, hopefully they'll pull it off, because, man, we need something here. Yeah. 
I mean, we need something right. weekly because, like, what's like we can't we can't do weekly coverage of Great Pretender. So like, right, because that's already out. <laughs> we need at least yeah. one show we could talk about every week of the podcast. <laughs> How yeah. about Usaki Chan wants to hang out? Well, I can tell you, it's probably not going to be this one. Oh, you um, mean the new like four chan flavor of the month manga? Guys, guys, what if Takagi-san had huge knockers? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much, and and it's not even, but it's not even like, because Takagi-san works because it's kind of like cute and charming and nostalgic. There's none of that going on here. This is just Yoda's huge bazongas lady. I mean, the fact that this, the fact this summary has to specifically say, but Uzaki Hana, his boisterous, well-endowed underclassman, has other plans. It's like... You right, could have just, you... just said boisterous. You didn't have to throw in the well-endowed part. <laughs> I mean, if you watch the trailer, that's at least 50% of the focus of the trailer is on the beach balls strapped to her chest. Uh, and, I, and, like, to make it even worse, like, so I guess this is supposed to be, like, in college, but yeah. she yes. looks like she's 12 <laughs> and has, like, again, the beach balls strapped Look, to her chest. Again, that don't make any like, sense. The thing this manga was best known for was that it was, like, Used for a promotion for donating blood by the Red Cross. Uh, <laughs> and, oh yeah, and I people got that. pissed off because like, why are you drawing this like ridiculous boop monster? Oh, that was on this one, Cross huh? Monster? Yeah, that's yeah. this one. I remember this. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. So I like I actually I think that what is the trailers like? Uh, what is it like a minute long or something like that? Yeah. I I don't have it in front of me. I almost didn't make it through the entire trailer because <laughs> just the and not because of the not even just because of the the what was going on screen, but like the actual voice acting was so annoying. Oh wow, man, that's the she was just like it was just uh, they were just so obnoxious and and like so like while the premise may sound like Takagi-san, I was not picking up I mean, any in of, essence, like, it's nothing alike, right? Like, yeah, Takagi- the Takagi- charm of it or anything. There are like. a lot of manga out there nowadays that are basically, like, the Takagi-san thing of, you know, you have our main character who's being teased and, and, and flirted with by this, this one girl who can't tell him that she's head cute, over heels for cute him. Cute girl and eggs, lame guy. Yeah, or, I mean, there's but, that like, other the one. the thing with Takagi-san <laughs> is it works because it's so... Like because they're 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 young. They're, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think Whereas it's not even just every that other kids, of these is also... like. But this time Takagi-san has huge boobs, or this time Takagi-san <laughs> is an older office lady, or this time Takagi-san is like a tan bully who beats the fuck out of me. Yeah, I was about to say, when's that one getting? It? When's Nagatoro getting an anime? Because I feel like it's only <laughs> a matter of time. I mean, yeah. As yeah. somebody who was who was familiar with that artist back when he was doing like. Cock and ball torture. Point. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's really interesting to kind of see the arc that Nakatoro has taken since those early days of like true, actual, legitimate physical abuse to now just very vanilla teasing. But uh, anyways, point is, I feel like we're gonna see a lot more of these Fantasy. anime uh, down the line. So yeah. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Can't beat the original. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I will say, like, I don't, th- I don't mean. Look, this is not the worst fucking thing on this list, right? When you were comparing it to fucking was that Super Hentai oh, heroes or no? If we're grading whatever, on a, like, if we're grading on a curve, one, no, right, one right. more thing: people do not realize that the strength of Takagi-san is not Takagi; it's Nishikata. 
<laughs> like, right, Nishikata is like the perfect fuckboy protagonist for yeah. that kind of story. Right. Uh, but yeah, speaking of like shows that are probably worse than the one we just talked about. Um, uh, all right, so uh, yeah, let's talk about, about uh... Rent a Girlfriend. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, so I think from, from what I was looking into this this might be loosely or at least the concept of this might be loosely based on the real thing where you can yeah rent, yeah it is like, it is like you have yeah. like uh, young women who so it's rent oh, themselves out comp- to like, like hang out hang out no you. no not even that but like where you can like rent like family members yeah. or like rent like you've rent. played you've played yakuza you know you know that's of quest for cure you as to play the girl's boyfriend this is no, that. that was like, Majima. That was that was that was Majima. Is it Majima? All oh, right, yeah. yeah, it is Majima. Yeah, so yeah, told it's my basically, dad, but that is a real friend. Is a tall, slender man with an eye patch and a ponytail yeah. and an aura not unlike <laughs> that, that of a knife's edge. The, the uh, that that is a real thing that exists, and I think that's what this is getting the idea from. Yes. But in in practice, what it turns into is this loser guy renting a girlfriend and then it causes other problems with other girls and yeah so the whole like thing is that like the, right? there's loser guy and his girlfriend has just broken up with him and he can't stand the idea of her being with another man so he does this rent the girlfriend service and then he goes on a date with a girl but then he finds out that it's fake and the girl is just acting she's not really his girlfriend Wait, 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 wait. He's surprised by that? I thought he went in knowing that. So like, he leaves a, a one-star, like, review on her, like, rent the girlfriend Uber service well, thing or whatever. That's a move. Yeah, and she just gets super pissed off at him, and is like, oh, but so you're actually, like, a, a, a mean bitch and not a, and not a sweet girlfriend. I'm going to give you even more one-star reviews. What the fuck do you expect? What the fuck do you expect from a girlfriend <laughs> rental service? You paid what, for What are you... Right? <laughs> But then it turns out that his family approves of her and thinks she's his actual girlfriend and wacky hijinks and stuff. All right, let's... Man, this so, yeah, is... This... Oh, God, I, I'm getting angrier at Look, every word. All right, this let's, is just, let's be real. Like... All right, is any, are, are, are any of us going to watch this? Are, are any of us going to watch even one episode of this? No, I have, to say, not, I have right? to say one thing. I have so... to say one thing. Uh, the art in the manga is really quite charming. Like, there's a lot oh, of like, funny, goofy faces, fun of, like, cartoony stuff that could render itself very well to being animated but like the main character is such an entitled dick that it is like there has been a recent Ooh. upturn like the, the Hara manga is returning like you had like the the the, the weekend study pokuben and and uh, the quintessential quintuplets so like harem manga is making a comeback but it's like wait those are two different shows yeah yes just like just like oh that's right harem anime is healing is recovering yeah harem Uh. harem is but but it's wholesome this time because you know everyone's friends and there's no big deal that we're all in love with the same dude we keep saying like the old pre-isekai harem anime feels wholesome compared to where isekai went this is trying to be that but like main character is such a like asshole like and, that and there's might still be, a lot of that might be the point, old. but at this point, like this genre is saturated with like entitled dickweed protagonists, and if you never like point it out or like never give him comeuppance for being a dickweed, 
then right. it doesn't work. Like, you can't say, oh, yeah, but he's supposed to be a dickweed because he's going to have character development, and in 100 chapters, he will be the guy worthy of this girl's love. You can't like, do it, you can't do the Onani like Master that. Kurosawa unless you actually <laughs> redeem them. They must go through they must go through the lowest emotional depths. They must endure the harshest they must pay for their crimes. They must I pay was, for their crimes to be redeemed. I was gonna say a good example of this is the game Tales of the Abyss, where the main character is also a complete irredeemable dude asshole. i ain't gonna lie i play tales of the abyss i dropped that game because yeah. that dude's such a fucking dick I, I was like i'm but done. at least at least all the other characters constantly dunk on him oh for yeah being yeah a no dick. i appreciated that i was just like i don't and that makes for this that makes you that makes you or at least that made me have the patience of like bearing with it and the character arc that guys goes through is really great like he goes from complete asshole to like super cool guy yeah, you know who's already a, a super cool guy from the start? Lloyd motherfucking Irving. He's got two swords because two swords equals 200 power. Ah, are you a Kirito <laughs> fan? Oh <my> <laughs> Alright. We gotta move on. Let's move on from this trash heap to another tra yeah, this, trash the heap. The next one um, is even worse. I mean, this, this so, so, knowing nothing makes me go, oh, okay, what's this about? Well, you no, know, for you me, know what? this title, I'm like, is this a young adult? Right. Like, it's this, this yeah. is something novel, that, this is, like, this is the, like, porn parody this, of Harry Potter. This is a manga, this is a manga set in a fantasy world that is rather common to a Dragon Quest game. Okay, okay. And there you is know, the guy, Peter Grill, who has just fought in the battle I can't tournament. believe that's his name! <laughs> that's the best part, yes. Peter the best part is his name is Peter Grill, like, yes. Like, is that, it's like, like, Guy Fieri's evil twin? <laughs> It's just, it's so funny because it's like, is look, I, you know, I think, look, anytime Japan goes, explores into fantasy settings and, like, kind of, like, reaches a little beyond their comfort zone and actually tries to, you know, pretend to be a little bit European, you know, I think you sometimes get some really good stuff, right? Like, you know, like, uh, like, like Favaro from uh, oh, Rage yeah. of Bahamut, right? And Kaisar. And then this one is just like, is this just one of those like like lost in translations things where like Peter Grill sounds really badass in Japanese? <laughs> like, oh yeah, Peter Grill, holy shit. Like, oh Peter Grill, that's a Jack Bauer. That's a Jack Bauer tier name. Fucking you don't fuck with Peter Grill. Peter Grill, the legendary hero. It, right. Uh, <laughs> when to us he just sounds like the barista at Starbucks or some shit. Yeah, like, he just sounds like your neighbor who like right, you call Peter a, Grill he's because like a, he's always barbecuing outside. Right, or mowing his lawn, he's got a like a big mustache. Yeah, and like maybe he slightly resents his last name because everybody kind of subconsciously expects him to host the neighborhood barbecue. Uh -huh. <laughs> so you guys are burying the lead here, but for, for, first of all, the the name we didn't actually say the title of the show, which is Peter Grill and the Philosopher's Time, is what the English okay. title is showing me here. And uh, not only is Harem Anime back, but Monster Girl oh. Harem Anime is back. Oh, good. <laughs> And the plot of this one is uh, Peter Grill, the strongest man in the world. He is engaged to this woman who doesn't understand how sex works, so they oh. have not consummated their relationship. And uh, in the meantime, there are a whole bunch of monster girls who want to bear him strong children. So he has to try to not sleep with them while trying to get his uh, fiance to sleep with oh, them or something dude, like that. Dude, I don't know. I just realized, dude, I'm looking at the page. This is intentional. This is this is this a, this is is this a, a parody this is some or dragon, No, this is some Dragon Ball shit. Okay, the main character's name is Peter Grill. 
Uh, part oh, of the, cast the naming. Okay. Is yes. uh, Piglet Pancetta, uh, Vegan Eldriel, and Mimi Alpacas. Oh, that makes what? perfect sense. I'm not sure about that last one there, but <laughs> what? We're we're going with food names. I think. Oh, all the girls because gotta get on his his grill. Meat. Ah! <laughs> no. <laughs> <I'll>... <laughs> No, the girls. The girls are the meat, and they want to yeah. hop on his grill. Uh. <laughs> Tell me about the next uh. one, Jell. <laughs> Jell. All right, you know what I think? I think that, yeah, I think that's all we have to say about Peter Grill, the philosopher. I think that's all we've got. Tell um, me about the next one, Jell. All right, so the, it, the monster it girls can't continue. Be about monster girls, right? <laughs> no, this one is also about monster uh. girls. <laughs> This one is a uh, monster girl doctor, which is exactly what it sounds oh, like. Wait, isn't that literally is, the premise of that one yeah, good this monster from, girl show? Yeah, but this is in the fantasy world, so. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and uh, according to the trailer, all of his doctoring involves sticking his hand on their oh. chest. So. Uh, you know, there's more to doctoring than that, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I. I was. Yeah, I I'm assuming they all fall in love with him or something. Uh, yeah, something I'm reading something about a marriage proposal from a centaur. Uh, uh, awesome, Shinzo Abe. This is not gonna work out, man. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Great. I'm guessing they're also gonna get into like weird monster anatomy stuff. Awesome. Like how would a mermaid like... fuck? They have no fucking mouth. <laughs> Right, that uh, that's probably the kind of things they're going to get into. <laughs> but we it's already have just gonna... species reviewers for that? I mean, I think I think this is ultimately just going to get into him feeling up, uh, having a reason look, to feel look, up look, monster look, girls. That reminds me of a cartoon I once saw, which is like this guy's making out with a mermaid, and it's like, oh, honey, but how are we going to do it? And then the mermaid says, don't worry, my tail. It's like it's just a suit I'm wearing. I can take it off, you know, the half you don't want. And then the next shot is just like him lying in bed next to a fish. Right. Yep. That's obvious. <laughs> gag. Sure. That's sure. that's pretty good. Um. But the uh. Yeah. I. I, I don't. I don't understand why you would want to watch the show because it right. seems like they're gonna have some sort of like super clinical premise to see naked monster Tell girls me about and the like next there's one, so many other ways you could do that more efficiently. Um. Tell me about the next one, Jell. Become as gods. <laughs> How, how how do you how do you guys think we say this one? Gibiate, 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 gibiate. No, defer. Whatever. Gibiate. I gibiate. You gibiate. <laughs> uh, this is. Uh, I mean, I feel like this one's the, barely worth talking about for the opposite reason, right? It just looks like it's like the not too distant future. There's a virus and uh, samurais. Time traveling samurais and ninjas show up from the is, past to save us. The gimmick here is that Yoshitaka Amano of Final Fantasy logo fame is on yes. the art team. Yes. The show itself doesn't particularly look doesn't like Yoshitaka look anything Amano like art. Ah, so you mean everything Yoshitaka Amano has ever worked on? <laughs> well, it's yeah. funny. The trailer, the trailer is literally flashing the Amano art over stuff in the beginning just to like let you know, hey... This is our hook here, and then like the last like ten seconds is like the actual anime, and it just but looks yes, like. Uh, otherwise, the plot seems to be like, oh, there's a zombie monster apocalypse, and only this time traveling Edo period samurai can save us all from these right. ethnic monsters 
Is the name right. of the samurai Shinzo Abe? <laughs> uh, I have I have been wondering if it like this that's the angle they're going for of like only our 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 conservative samurai values can save us from I mean, this modern this threat. I mean, the thing listed is- here says once infected, patients become monsters and change their form depending on age, sex, and nationality. Oh good. Oh good. Well. <laughs> oh good. We get nationality based demons or or infected, whatever. Great. This is also uh, written and created by one Ryo Aoki and he has no other credits. Awesome. <laughs> no, look, he looked so he worked a... on Bonjour Sweet Love Patissier. Patisserie. Some, some Otome game. Is that, is that, is no. that you Mario Patisserie? No, this is no. some okay. Otome game one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I mean, you, I mean, you, I mean, you, you might be just half-joking there, Jell, but honestly, I feel like that is probably kind of the vibe, right? Yep. Like, we have definitely been seeing a little bit of a, like, weird nationalist resurgence in our anime these past few years, and it would not surprise yeah. me in the slightest if this is leaning into that. I mean, as we have unfortunately have stated in the past, uh, the unbelievably talented Yoshitaka Amano is also a cop, so right. Well, he already drew. He already drew. Uh, what's his name as a samurai? Right, that was a whole thing we talked about one time. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I'm not really putting any hopes in that one. Yeah. Also, <sighs> have we seen a trailer of this? Because this might be CG. It's not CG. No, but I, it has it, CG monsters, and they look oh. like ass. Yeah, no, yeah, they, I, I saw the trailer. No, like I was saying, like the like most of the trailer is them flashing a mono art in the beginning because that's all all they've got basically to rely on, and then the end of it is just like boring. Yep. Anime. Tell me about this next one. Um, <laughs> all right, so the English title I got for this one is Mister Love: Colon Queen's Choice. The actual Japanese title is like Koito Producer Evil. Cross love or something it's, like that, but I, the English title oh, is hilarious. Love, love is opposite from evil. Uh, uh, this is actually is it an Otome game adaptation? Okay, sure. Uh, which, Look, but is it's called about... Mister Love Queen's Choice, which sounds like what if The Bachelor was made in Hong Kong in the nineteen eighties? Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, this um, looks like it's male idols or something. Well, one of them uh, is an idol. One of they're they're like all different. Oh, I see. One's one's jobs. an idol. One's a cop. One's a scientist. Oh, all the desirable jobs. <laughs> right. One's, one's a scientist. One's a. CEO. Right. And ah, she, four, she's also wow. the four the classes. <laughs> the four classes: idol, cop, scientist, and CEO. Choose your choose your fighter. Um. Uh, so yes, this 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 girl like. like this girl who's also like a CEO because she inherited oh, her, sure. her company from her dad or something. So she's like this rich girl who gets to pick which hot guy she wants to. I feel to, like the uh, only thing missing here would be like a district attorney or something. <laughs> right. So um, I have not seen any indication that this is anything other than an Otome game where you're the mousy girl protagonist and you woo what hot guy you want to sure. woo. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's always one or two of these a season, this right? It's not so. even close to being the most offensive thing this season. No. But, yes, but still not anything that... Not particularly. Oh, apparently they have superpowers. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, they secretly have superpowers oh, what? or something. But <laughs> that, that does not... That does not really seem to be that important. Do they to be fight honest. crime? <laughs> uh, I Wait. Uh, I, I, so I was about to say a CEO, 
a cop, a scientist, and an idol are the last people I would want to be superheroes. But then I realized that in the MCU, all four of those are true. So <laughs> these are like these are like one hundred percent like superhero jobs. Like <laughs> how else do you? Stop, how else only, do you? We'd become... only need a journalist, and we'd cover like ninety percent right, of I superhero mean, like, super yeah. identities. That, uh, what other jobs would you expect people to go out and beat up disenfranchised, you know, criminals? Uh, <laughs> time to have dude. you know like if you're just this fucking if you're a fucking ceo you go out and on the weekends and use your superpowers to beat up you know people who are robbing convenience poor stores people. yeah beat up poor people leave those leave those to the cops real superheroes only beat up the mentally ah uh, yeah we got the, the real heroes <laughs> are here the police <laughs> Don't, don't worry, guys. Say that with don't a worry, guys. Face. Multi-billionaire CEO Bruce Wayne is here to break <laughs> your bones for, you know, trying to feed your children. Right, and then what? Put you into the American medical system? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> thanks, Batman. Uh, right. <laughs> I think there's actually a comic about this. I think it's it's. I think it's literally called. I think it's like Batman White Knight or something. But like, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is literally about you've read. Have you read it, Aqua? Yeah, so I've, I've it's, it's actually pretty good, right? I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I actually really liked it. We can't get into this tangent right now, but basically, like, the Joker like files a legal suit against Batman for <laughs> <laughs> every like fucked up thing he's ever done in his like vigilante justice. The Joker's ultimate uh, Trump card, right? But uh, all right. Anyways, the show doesn't look good either. No. Let's get to the last show on our list, which is uh, Japan Sinks 2020. Mm-hmm. Finally, this is the next. This this is the next science God. Saru project, which unfortunately has been uh, sent to Netflix hell. Yeah. Uh, so but look it forward is... to us talking about like five episodes at once one week. Right. It is coming out whatever in whatever capacity in in July, so it's counting as this season. But uh, I don't really know much about this other than. Science Star is doing it, which is enough to get attention at this point. Yeah. It's Do you guys... what if Ronald Emmerich movie, but directed by Yuasa? <laughs> right. It's it, it's my understanding that it is a, an adaptation, a modern, a, a modern adaptation of a rather rather famous Japanese uh, fiction novel. Yeah. Of uh, the same name, Japan Sinks, and that, it's like is it like a disaster movie yeah, type basically, thing? Basically, yeah. I mean, you know, Aka was joking, but he's also not wrong about basically what if like Emmerich movie by way of Japanese fiction. Uh, my understanding is that it is fairly influential and has even gone on to, like, kind of inspire, like, not exactly, like, adaptations, but imitators. Uh, my mm. understanding is that, at least in the manga sphere, uh, parts of Japan sinking beneath the waves because of, you know, global catastrophe or climate change is actually a fairly common, like, disaster survival premise, um, in manga. Uh, the thing I've heard about this one is that it is a... Like like many Yuasa works, it is a somewhat of a loose adaptation. Uh, the things that I read about Japan Sinks is that being kind of an older science fiction novel, like 70s, it, right? it is kind of more like it is it is more in that sort of like Godzilla esque frame the original novel. I mean, framework of like ah the perspective of like the politicians and the scientists, right? Like, the people in power, like, trying to, like, figure out a solution. Whereas, uh, Yuasa's adaptation is specifically focusing 
on a civilian family who has been caught up in the disaster and uh, their struggles during this uh, this event. So right. The, the so it is an adaptation, to... but I think it is very much also Yuasa <laughs> is going to be doing you know his very Yuasa thing here. Right. Sure. Well, I am I am more interested when Yuasa has uh, some guidelines in place <laughs> at least, uh, <laughs> but. Yeah. Um All right, so maybe we could, maybe this is another one that could be okay. Um like I said, I have not done much research on it myself, but it's a, it's an, at least it has the pedigree, right? So um Yeah. I'm I'm very curious what kind of direction it takes because like it is Yuasa, so like you know, I am, you know, because I mean, it's been on the news t- lately. Tonally, he can go anywhere from Azeken to Devil Man, Crybaby. Right. So, right, because that's a thing, right? Like, it is. So, it is an. It is it a. It is a pseudo-apocalyptic premise, right? So, it's like, is this gonna be a heartwarming story of like the power of the human spirit to band together in the face of disaster, or is this gonna be Yuasa channeling Devil Man, Crybaby of? Humans we're, are the worst, and they deserve every awful thing that happens the, to uh, them. <laughs> Like, we're we're reaping what we sow. Right, uh, from, right, right. Like, like Yuasa is a man of many dimensions, and I'm re- real curious which. Uh, Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, uh, which he takes with this one. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we just need to get used to these Netflix shows dumping tons of episodes on us. Yeah. And figure out how best to uh, tackle all that, but. Um. Something to keep an eye on. Alrighty. Tell me about this next one, Joel. Wait. <laughs> I guess, I guess uh, we're at the end of the list. We are at the end of the list, yep. yes. So We somehow uh, made we survived. it. We survived. We made it. it. Yay, we did it. Uh, it's going to be fun when we have to actually cover all these. Yeah, you know, uh, again, like... We're going to give them all to Collins and, uh, oh God. and Chris. <laughs> I, I, again, I think it's easy. For, I mean, yeah, it is definitely easy to very much dunk on these shows, and it is definitely not a promising season. Uh, but I think that, as always, you know, there are a couple things here that, you know... We'll, 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 at least... we'll be okay... If the shows that have potential live up to the potential, will we'll probably be okay. Yes, that's the way I'm putting it, right? If the shows that look okay here are actually good, like we will at least have things to talk about next season. You sure. know, I think our we worry... have no margin for error, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just that, like, I think it's 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 funny because in a weird way, this is maybe putting at the forefront. We are, for better or worse, we have to put our money where our mouth is here. Because I think we have definitely, you know, our group in the past, I think, have definitely mentioned and called out, like, Japan's kind of, like, the heinous working conditions that happen in Japanese animation. And, like, I think at least some of us in the past have definitely said, I don't think we would mind if there was less anime every season. Yeah. If it meant, like, right. you know, the workers were living more, under more humane conditions. And, I don't know, is this season basically them trying to call us out on our bluff? Like, oh, you want less anime? Okay, here's less anime. Spoilers, the percentage of good to bad didn't change. Or maybe it got worse. <laughs> no, the percentage got worse, yeah. right. And it's like, Well, that's the thing. Like, are these the one? I, 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 was, I was wondering, like, because obviously this, this is ultimately caused by the, the pandemic and not right. because of some... Uh, <laughs> some greater purpose of uh, improving how things are going in the anime industry, right. but you know, why are these the eleven shows that decided to 
that were able to continue on versus you know things that could have been better. Yeah, is like pure coincidence. In a world is it where because like, these are some of these are easier to make. Yeah. Is it because some of these they feel like they're gonna be a safer return on investment? I don't know. Yeah, but, like in a um, world where even like fucking Gundam decides to take a break, like why are these the shows that are like? Nah, we're committing. Like we're gonna, we're gonna. I mean, this is I think it it's for us, very right? much like, coincidence. Like what ended up on which studio's schedule, like. Yeah, and I mean the the shows that continue are the, the the returning shows. I guess even though we might not like them, are higher profile at the very least. True, right? like, true. Like so, it, it might just be coincidence how this ended up shaking out, but. I don't know. Do you have to do a ton of planning for, you know, Doku Hentai Heroes uh, <laughs> as compared to any other? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to down, downplay how much work actually goes into animating. Right, like, even, even the work I got this drawing off a tit here. Which episode does it go in? I don't know. Just put it somewhere. I, I'm just saying, I feel like they probably didn't need to spend several weeks on serious composition for, <laughs> yeah, uh, of course, yes. For that one. Um, so, I don't know. It's it's an interesting, all interesting questions as we are in unprecedented times. And I know this is a real cop out statement, but I think I will definitely be curious to see what fall season looks like because I I think I need to I I I need to see what are the long term effects of 2020 on anime production. Like mm-hmm. right. like is the lockdown affecting just this season or is it going to affect next season as well? Right? Like how. How much are things getting like affected by this, right? Like, for example, B Stars, uh, the B Stars anime got announced for twenty twenty one, and it's like, how much of that is the lockdown versus like you know just business as usual, right? Like, how how far reaching will the effects of like of this right. all be? And like, you have to wonder too, like if studios go two seasons without putting anything out, are they going to survive? Yeah. Like, how is is the is is this what's finally going to force the downsides like we're talking about? Uh, you know, just out of sheer financial burden of either delaying or not making anything for half a year. Which is, you know, I mean, that's not, that's how a lot of businesses are being affected, not just anime, of course, but, uh, you know, is that what, is this what ends up bursting the bubble where we, maybe we are only going to get 10 new shows of season or something like that? So. Only time will tell. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, one more thing. One more thing. Just because we're talking about the lockdown. Um, Arrow. What? So. What now? Yes? In the state of California, uh-huh. the lockdown started March 19th. Okay. In a previous podcast, you made a 91 days joke. Oh, damn. Well, I've done the math. I'm happy to say that as of this recording... It has been 94 well, days shit, since the lockdown started. <laughs> oh, I remember making that joke and be like, well, let's hope it's not going to be 91 days. Well, oh. it's been 91 plus 3, so... Awesome. Uh, all right. Watch 91 well, Days, by the way. That's a good show. Yeah, that's a good anime. <laughs> Underappreciated. Underappreciated. Go uh, check that out if you have not, because you're probably going to have a lot of time in your anime watching schedule this season, so... All right, we're done. Let's wrap this up then for with our housekeeping. Check us out at theglorioblog.com. Uh, we will eventually be previewing these like we normally do, I think, if I can muster the strength to watch some of these. 
and uh, you know we'll be and we said like we said we'll be back uh, next episode with our spring season wrap up. So stay tuned uh-huh. for that. Uh, follow us on Twitter at at the Glorio Blog. You can uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and YouTube. Uh, tell your friends, tell your enemies, and we'll catch everybody next time. Bye. Bye.